Welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Geek Show. I'm your host, Justin Neal, coming to you from the beautiful Mile High City of Denver, Colorado. I'm once again joined here with my close friend and fellow geek, Matt Hopewell. And today, uh, once again, we'll be uh, joined with his wife, Alyssa. Uh, Rochelle is busy today, unfortunately. So, But thank you for coming back on, yep. Alyssa. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so there was one thing on our last podcast that uh, I was going to bring up and didn't was the... Because it, it dropped that week, um, the Dumbo the Dumbo trailer. Yeah. What were your guys' reactions to it? I... What do you think? Dumbo's my favorite Disney movie, like, cart- out of the cartoons and all that. Uh, the original man- animated movies? Yeah, yeah. Out of, like, what you think of as a classic Disney movie, that's my favorite. Yeah. I hated Pinocchio, loved Dumbo. Really? Loved- you didn't like Pinocchio? I had a problem with Pinocchio when I was younger. I actually Why? don't mind it now, watching it now. I don't know, I just didn't like it when I was a kid. I was really? bored with it, yeah. Huh. It was one of those movies that I, my attention just could not get into. I wasn't a fan of that or Bambi, and it wasn't because, like... Well, Bambi was a little bit depressing starting out. It wasn't even that part that I didn't mind. Like, I like when he meets, <laughs> I like when he meets Flower and Thumper, and then every other part of that movie I could just not care about when I was a kid. Huh. But Dumbo, since it's my favorite, yeah. they announced that Tim Burton's going to do it. Love Tim Burton... Not a fan of him remaking Disney movies, so I wasn't excited. And I watched the trailer, now I'm excited. Yeah, so we just watched the trailer again before before we started uh, recording this podcast, and I guess, I think it's more of a, I don't know, it's conflicting on what it is. Is it is it a continuation of the original story? Is it a slight retelling of it? I think it's probably going to be a retail a retelling but with a slight variation like they did with uh, Alice in Wonderland yeah yeah where they, where exactly they mix the sequel in with with the original and just kind of like cause <laughs> she's returning to Oz or to not Oz that's wrong wrong for Wonderland <laughs> wrong story <laughs> but yeah. I do like I've always loved Tim Burton and the darker twist he puts on everything and I like that he I was really worried actually when they said he was doing live-action Dumbo, because one, I'm like, how are you going to do live-action when Yeah. the original doesn't have... It has the ringleader and the clowns, but... It's a hard story to yeah, do. I mean, a flying elephant? It? Like, but yeah, how are you going to do that with... It, you know? it can't, the trailer looks better than what I thought it was going to, so I am happier more than I am disappointed. Well, and it is a teaser point. trailer, though, too. I mean, and they, they I left also, out a lot of stuff. With Tim Burton, I do also like the art, and it showed the pink elephant yeah. bubble drunken that scene. That seems going to be sick. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm really, I have high hopes for that. <laughs> See, my biggest I worry... Hope a crazy dream you got Batman in it. You have Michael Keaton. I mean, yeah. come on. Like, the second yeah. best Batman. I mean, he hasn't... They haven't and been Tim together. Burton. <laughs> yeah, and Tim Burton. They haven't been together since... Uh, uh, Batman Returns, right? Was the last time, last movie they did together? As far yeah. as I know, yeah. It's been that long. Yeah. Well, after Michael Damn King, near he was 30 like, years. Johnny Depp's my new thing. So just, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm surprised Johnny Depp or Helen Boehm Carter isn't in it. Yeah. <laughs> that we know of. I'm sure she, yeah. she'll yeah, make yeah. it. Yeah. They might show up as the racist pros. <laughs> it, that, would, that would actually be kind of funny. I would enjoy that. I, it would, see, and that's... That was one of my worries. Um, I completely understand why they would take out the crows, and I know they're going to, but it's part, it's one of those things where, like, that movie was in its time. You could not come out with Dumbo the way it is nowadays without a crap ton of controversy. Oh, so many cartoons. And it's, it's one of those things where you got to keep up with its... its you can't, you can't even smoke it's in artistic, children's movies anymore. No, you, you can't no. smoke, you can't drink. Mm. 
So I'm kind of curious on how they're going to do the pink elephants because it's not him getting drunk. Or at least it oh, yeah, you're be. right. That's that's how he has it. It's in there, but I don't know how that's... Maybe he tries to fly and he hits his head. Or maybe it's just a nightmare scene. Maybe or, he's just yeah. having oh, a nightmare. Or it, could, Im- it yeah. could be implied, maybe. Yeah. But not shown so abruptly of him drinking out of a thing and having the hiccups. <laughs> yeah, but, but even even in the cartoon, because I think he got... Didn't he get drunk off, like, champagne or something like that? Like, it wasn't like it was whiskey or no, anything. No, no, it, was, it, was, like it was something some public. Shit. It was probably beer, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it's just yeah, because I barrel. don't remember exactly, but the clowns were getting drunk and it goes in the water barrel. That's yeah. what it was. And him yeah, and, Tim- and, and, him and Timothy top. Mouse started drinking out of it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> to, get, to get rid of the uh, hiccups. Yeah. 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 And, and actually, it was... Uh, oddly enough, it was because of that movie that that's how I learned how to get rid of the hiccups. Where you like drink drink water, drink water hold your breath, drink water, hold your breath. It actually like, works, and that's actually no, because does. of that movie why I love alcohol so much. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, while you know, while we're uh, uh, recording this, uh, we're drinking some of your homemade uh, mead. Yeah, good stuff. It is delicious. You've been, I, how long have you been doing this, making mead? Uh, me and Will have been making mead since 2014 was the first batch we made. Wow. Yeah, and it's getting better every time. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. You, and you got you started off with the, just the pear, pear flavor. The first right? one we did actually was just straight honey. Oh, uh, the honey mead? No extra flavoring or anything, because just the basic recipe, it's easy as heck to make. Then the next one was the pear. That was delicious. Then we did a blood orange, which tastes like a, a flat shock top kind of taste. Like that, or blue moon. Um, just like a non-carbonated version. Then we did more flavors. We did, right now we're having the uh, the stabby boy, which is the prickly <laughs> pear mixed with the honey. Love the, love the names. <laughs> I've always enjoyed them. I mean, as far as a husband having a hobby, making liquor is one of the best. Yeah. I get a sample of everything. And... <laughs> Do none of the work. <laughs> how, how is the mead made? Like, how, how, what's the process you go through to make it? It's actually it's pretty easy. It's it, the most difficult part is sanitation, and that's not even that hard. It's just you got to make sure everything's sanitary. Yeah, but it's it's to kill the bacteria and everything. Exactly yeah. everything that you don't want to like reproduce more because you want the yeast to grow and eat more of the sugar and all that. But sugar, it's pretty much what's going into it is a glorified petri dish and you just want to control it to where the only thing in the petri dish is the yeast yeah because then the yeast dies and it turns it all into alcohol but if you don't sanitize anything you're getting all kinds of that's how sour beers are actually done is uh is a controlled um different bacteria inside it yeah so it becomes more of anything and so for me you boil a gallon of water you mix the meat, uh, the honey into it, uh, and this is this is for like a five gallon is what I'm describing it. So a gallon of water with uh, 15 pounds of honey. So it takes a lot of honey to make for oh, five wow. gallons, but five gallons gets you about 24 bottles. Oh, wow. So 15 pounds of honey mixed in with a gallon of water at boiling point of 160. Then you uh, add in cooler water to actually, you let it sit there for a while, just killing everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, through like being it so hot, then you add in some more water. You get it to a good temperature to where you add in the yeast and yeast nutrient. Then you mix it up. You add in whatever other uh, whatever else like for fruits and all that is when we usually add it in. But yeah, then you just let it sit for two weeks in a bucket <laughs> with with like a little airlock so nothing can get in and out of it. The ferment the the fermentation process. airlock yeah. sanitized bucket. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, it's just it's 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 
most of them just look like paint buckets that were just <laughs> drilled a hole into them so you could put an airlock. But yeah, so that way the, the airlocks for the carbon, di- uh, carbon dioxide to get out from uh, the yeast, but then nothing else can get in. And then uh, you let that sit for two weeks, and then you switch it over to a carboy where it can sit a little bit longer. The yeast can grow and kill more of the alcohol and then die off, or make more of the alcohol and then die off. And then about six months is usually when the yeast is pretty much done with, and then you can bottle it. And then flavoring is just letting it sit and wait for a while more. But you could drink it after about six months. Now for the flavoring, like uh, like the one one, of the, so you had the honey was the original one. The next one you did was pear, right? Yeah, we did we did honey, then we did pear. So like with the pear, did you just kind of put in pears into the? Yeah, that's you just kind of let it sit. In that there? one's a little trickier because you still need to make sure there's nothing, no bacteria or anything on it. Yeah, but you can't can't just like dunk a pear and bleach, call it good. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it's more of just like just scrubbing it down like you would do if you would eat it, just a little bit more intense, adding some baking soda to try and get stuff off. I think the pear did so well is because there were some natural yeasts on the pear, though. Oh. Because that one went insane. It it So much yeast was created off of that to where it was overflowing the airlock, and we had to constantly clean it for two weeks. Really? Yeah. Wow. We were worried it messed it up, but that actually turned out very nice. <laughs> oh, nice. And then, uh, a little happy accident. Exactly. Well, and that's that's what so much of it is. Is you never know what you're going to get a lot of the time. So it's always the problem is waiting six months and hoping, hoping for the best. Yeah, hoping nothing went wrong through the process. Yeah, because I'm sure you're very eager to like tap into and be like, oh, I want some of those right now. Ex- yeah. You said it was how long? Six months. Six months total. Wow. Of, uh, letting it just sit and ferment. Yeah. But that's just bottling it. It gets better after you bottle it if you wait longer. Yeah. Yeah. Letting the it trouble ages. is waiting longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We. I have no bottles. I have one bottle left of the original batch. Wow. And, yeah, that's going to probably go away soon. <laughs> no, it's, it's, we should aged, save it it's as a memento. Yeah, I would, I would save it and just let it, you know. Yeah, but there is a time limit on aging, too, to where it, for, it reaches for me, its peak. And at, it about, down. What, what's the peak? It really years? depends on what's in it and all that. The, yeah. the average is three years. Oh. That's why you're actually supposed to drink it before and like it's good to try out a bottle every couple months yeah. see how the aging process is so that way you know each recipe what the best aging is but yeah that's uh yeah that's pretty much it me and will will love mead i obviously with thor being my favorite superhero and me loving all norse mythology mead was i was destined to try it and i loved it found out how to make it no i mean it, in like Alyssa said it's a great hobby i mean yeah. you're doing really well at it I mean, there are worse things you could be doing, like uh, <laughs> yeah. making moonshine for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for oh my for, gosh! For no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll take honey wine over maybe, moonshine any day. Maybe so, if gasoline gets too expensive to, oh, yeah. to put in my car, I'll start making some moonshine. So, is mead easier or more complicated to 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 make than than like beer, like doing a home brew? I'd actually say it's more easier. I haven't made any beer, but I know there's a couple more processes in it. Mm-hmm. Usually beer you carbonate. You don't have to carbonate mead. That's true. I know some recipes that are that. Uh, Redstone mm-hmm. Meadery, probably the best like professionally made mead I've ever had. Um, and it's a Colorado local. Yeah, it's Colorado. You can go to the brewery. Yeah, it's uh, out in Boulder. They do free tours sometimes, and that, we did that. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they carbonate a lot of theirs, and they're delicious, but... You don't need to. So for home brewing, there's there's a couple more processes. Actually, mead, there is a point to where you don't really have to worry about anything else getting into the fermentation process. But beer, because it's so much lower alcohol content, is more of an issue. Yeah. 
So, like, there's... And granted, we would never do this, but there are stories of people uh, stirring the mead, mixing in the yeast, and oxygenating it with their hands. Ew. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. To get some natural yeast off your body into it. No. And uh, it actually... No, we're, we'll never do that. Me and we will never do that, probably. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> maybe for a gallon batch. Maybe maybe a revenge batch. But you I would just never. For not right now, but, but not, overall, we're you, leaving you over, could, open the possibility. You could do that and not ruin the mead. You uh-huh. couldn't really do that with beer. Like, sour beer yeah. is almost like an accident when it happens, I think. <laughs> no, it's just part. tricky. Yeah. And it's actually uh, pretty good. I didn't think I would like sour see, beer. I'm not a fan of sour beer. Yeah, I mean, well, no, I'm not it's a fan just, of beer, so. We went to a distillery and had a bunch of different little tasters. Mm-hmm. And I found a couple I liked. But yeah. It that's, took a while. That's one of the nice things about Colorado, though, is our craft beer market is huge. It is. There are people here yeah. that, everyone I know that doesn't like beer, I don't like beer. When, when people are like, oh, you want a beer? No. Almost none of the time. I want, <laughs> I never want a beer. But with Colorado and having so many local craft beers, there are some I like. I know everyone, and if you if you like beer, you got so many choices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like Scott Brewing is probably my favorite. Um, and there, Apricot, Blondale. Oh, it's oh. delicious. But I'm a Scott kid too. Like that's my choice of music over most. See, like Dry Dock. Uh, I like the uh, Dry, dry Dock. Dock is really like good. They have apricot an apricot blonde. blonde. Yeah, the as Apricot well. Blonde is my favorite. That one's really good too. Yeah. That's usually the type I go for for most of the locals too. The Apricots, like apricot the blondes Apricot and, Blondes. You go for yeah. the Blondes. Yeah, well, Apricot <laughs> Blondes. It's like a strawberry blonde almost, right? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> No, but yeah, like Dry Dock's Apricot Blonde is really good. And actually, um, I went to the Bacon and Beer Festival last year over at uh, Bronco Invesco? Stadium. Yeah, last uh, Wait, yeah, it was Rocky last year. Stadium or Invesco? No, um, Mile, High. Mile High. Mile High Stadium, the Broncos Stadium. And uh, Sports Authority. It, I think, I don't know if it was just a limited time sure. thing, but Blue Moon was there and they had an Apricot Blonde. They did. And oh. it was actually really yeah. good. That probably would be. Yeah, I like the they did Blue a good Moon job with the White team. Belgium. Yeah, I, I like Blue Moon. Blue Moon's a really good beer. Ever since I came back from Europe, though, you know, when I went to Prague, you know, their their region, their their big beer out there is uh, Pilsner Raquel. Oh, really? And Coors has a distribution license to sell it out here, and I think through the rest of the country. And it doesn't taste like piss like Coors does. No, no, no. <laughs> I've good. I've become. It, Ever since I went to Europe, I've kind of become a beer snob in that regard. Like, European beer Dude, is just so much better. I know so you, much better. I know what you mean. We went to Ireland for our honeymoon. Never a fan of Guinness, really. Like, I'll, it was one of those, it was like every other beer. I'll drink it, but it's not my choice. Now I can be in the mood for Guinness because we actually went to the distillery. Doing the tasting, I, I, I can get more flavor out of it. I know more about it, so yeah, I can taste it better. I've always loved Guinness, and yeah. I would always feel guilty when I would buy it because I know he didn't like it. But I made him go to the distillery. Well, it didn't make him. He was willing. Yeah. But we went to the distillery when we went to Ireland. And after yeah. that, he, we left. And he looked at me and he's like, I think I get it. Yeah. I like <laughs> I like the beer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and that's that's the weird thing about it, though, too. Like, I didn't like Guinness until I went to the did the Guinness tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's because their Guinness, it tastes different when it's fresh over well, there. Well, and not only that, like, you saw how they, they teach you how to pour it. Yeah, and well, that the port makes a huge difference. It does. They have that giant white room with oh, the, flavor, the yeah, six the different barrels them. with all the six distinctive. Yeah, I never flavors. got. I never tasted yeah. chocolate before I did that. And, and you there smell is each one, and, and yeah, like mm-hmm. the the flavoring of it. Yeah, but if you don't know what you're looking for, then oh, but, 
I, I think, like, it is different. It's also distributed from a different area uh, from their main factory. I want a Guinness now. <laughs> <laughs> and in the Just import, talking about it. You know, when it's being imported, it obviously, uh, it you know, it changes its taste. Uh, Pilsner, yeah. Pilsner Raquel is the same way, although it, that's just the trouble with trying to import European beer over here is it takes so long because yeah. of the volume that it ends up altering the taste because of it because of the you know fluctuations in temperature. Well, but with Guinness, we don't and, get uh, uh, we get it from Canada. Yeah, Canada bottles and makes our Guinness. Yeah. Oh, is that right? They have multiple distribution centers that make the Guinness and brew it and all that. And oh, I did not know that. Is actually Canada. Oh, so, damn Canadians. <laughs> and it should technically be the same yeast and everything because they use only the same yeast strain. It should be the exact same recipe, I would mm-hmm. think. Exactly. Because they talk right? about that on but, the tour, and there's a secret vault with the. But here's the thing: over uh-huh. there, where they take it a bit more seriously, most people are probably trained on how to pour a Guinness right. Here, where, you know, live fast, all that, they probably want to just pour the beer, hand it to someone. Oh, yeah. But the whole thing is how you're supposed to pour it with the 45 degree, which you do with everything. Yeah. But then you're supposed to let it sit for 90 seconds Mm -hmm. and let all the, the, I forgot what it was, but like let it all settle in. The nitro. Well, because the nitrous gets added in after when you go that that opposite way on the um, tap. On the tap, yeah. So you do, you, uh... You do that afterwards to fill up the rest of the way. Either way, when you leave the tour, they give you the the certificate saying you know how to pour Guinness. Felt so snobby coming back, and I'm like, hey, let me behind the bar. Let me pour my own Guinness, because you're not going to do it right. (laughs) We're going to do that, because we got a Guinness when we got back. We're like, no, this is not... It's not the same. It's not as good. And I hate saying it felt so snobby. It's like when we freaking sushi in Hawaii. I came back here, and I was like, I can't. (laughs) We had to stay away from sushi for like two weeks. <laughs> and you know, I'm not wondering if maybe it's just because of the, you know our man, uh, mass manufactured uh, culture. No, you know, it, no, it, it definitely is. You know, it it's more about quantity than it is quality nowadays. And that's nowadays. why people need to travel. Yeah, they, no, I agree. Like, everyone needs to travel and see the world and have different. I did that two week experiences. Two, two week visit to Europe, Dublin, Prague, and to Romania, and that changed. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's especially it's, with beer. It's never enough. No, 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 but no, no. Uh, no, with the with the like you said, it's quantity over quality. One of the biggest examples of that is McDonald's, who their burger wasn't advertised as like, oh, it's the best burger in the world. It was advertised as fast food. Like McDonald's started because they could spit out burgers within a minute. <laughs> yeah, and so like it's not the fl- most flavorful bur- burger, but you could eat it and go. That's so, true. Mm-hmm. With that kind of mentality, yeah, we everything is just. And speaking of burgers, IHOP is now the international house of burgers and not pancakes. How stupid is that shit? That's just a temporary at, like, it's just a crappy PR stuff. Are you sure? I I don't know. I know they changed their Twitter. I really hope they changed everything. Did you see that? That's just a bad PR stuff. Was it Burger King that responded with the Twitter? Yeah. (laughs) Like, we're now, um... Uh, burger pancake? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. King, King, oh, pancake. King, King of burger, pancakes or something like burger that. Burger pancake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was Pancake King is what they changed yeah, it to. Yeah, it was yeah. Pancake King. I love Wendy's response. What, what, is, what was Wendy's response? You know Wendy's Twitter is like the master of roasting people. Oh, yeah. They're so good at it. And uh, someone someone tweeted out to Wendy's being like, you're just going to let IHOP run in on your block like this? <laughs> and Wendy's response was, we're not too worried about a company who decided pancakes were just too hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, no, they, they definitely rocked that again. 
They did. And I don't know, maybe just IHOP was starving for attention, but it's like, really? Why? Well, Why? They're Burgers? full of lies anyway. International House of Pancakes. <sighs> did you know they're not in any other country? <laughs> <laughs> they're not international. They're not international at and all. And it's not in the shape of a house at all. Like, at least, like, tell us one in Mexico or Canada. That way what you, that IHOP should have done was got a contract with Disney with the Wreck-It Ralph trailer <laughs> with the bunny and the pancakes oh, and just made, yeah. like, a huge promo off of that. But then their their new Bean Burgers wouldn't have worked anymore by the time the movie came out. They would have had to change it doesn't matter. All about pancakes. And if you have Disney on your side by that point, you don't got to worry about burgers at all. Yeah, yeah, this is true. True, but then half your... Half their menu would disappear it's by, gonna like, be, like, ten years. It's going to be all pancake, no milkshake. It's <laughs> with the trailer. Pancake. I got you. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot what the cat got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the milkshake. Yeah, yeah. The, the kitty got the milkshake or something like that, right? Kitty got to live is what happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that bunny exploded. Um, uh, so moving forward, you know, the, this episode I should have said this at the beginning is just kind of like a random topic, just kind of going with it. You know, yeah. just sitting down talking about things episode and uh if you haven't got that from now <laughs> so i yeah and so you showed me before we started recording the uh nutcracker in the four realms Correct. trailer yeah. mm-hmm. that i hadn't seen that looks really cool yeah and, it hasn't been getting a lot of hype but speaking of the whole dumbo thing Probably will once it gets closer to christmas the aesthetics of it kind of reminds me of a tim burton film i'm not wondering why they didn't kind of tap him to direct the Nutcracker I mean, instead of Dumbo. Him, you can't have him do everything. Right? Yeah, <laughs> but instead of, I, I do, that is a good point. I mean, Doesn't it kind of aesthetically look probably, more like a Tim Burton film than maybe, it does whoever that director maybe is? Tim Burton they, did Nutcracker, I that mean, would be I mean, Tim Burton does a Disney movie, I feel like, every year or every other year. So maybe they've approached him and they're like, here's our list of movies, what would you like to do? And <laughs> he was like, Dumbo. <laughs> and, yeah. he, and he didn't want to do Nutcracker, maybe. Yeah, yeah that's possible. Be. Yeah, maybe he doesn't like Nutcracker. Or maybe he wanted to do Nutcracker, but he wanted Johnny Depp and Helen Bohm Carter, and they're like, "Nah, dude, you can't keep doing this to us." You know what? He probably <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna do Dumbo. Yeah, it could have been also that if he was, because you know what, he would have done a really good job of Nutcracker doing is, uh, at least helping produce, since he didn't really direct Nightmare or anything like that, mm-hmm. but a stop motion movie produced by Tim Burton for the Nutcracker. Oh yeah, that seems more Fantasia. Well, but the, well, that's the thing is Nutcracker is a ballet, so true. It would have worked out. I mean, and even watching the trailer, they had this scene where it showed the orchestra. <clears throat> it looked straight out of the original Fantasia. Yeah, yeah, you you mm-hmm. noticed that? I did too. That's yeah, the first thing that popped in my head because well, and they even do, uh, they do dance to the Sugar Plum Fairies in Fantasia. Mm-hmm. They do, don't they? Yeah, but they yeah, you're right. More. I haven't seen that movie in years. Oh, man, that's one it, of my. I it's wish, a classic. It's good. That's what they should be redoing right now. They did they two did of them, Fantasia. didn't they? Well, yeah, speaking of Fantasia, yeah. um, I don't remember where I saw it. Disney was talking about potential movies they wanted to make a redo, like Cruella de Vil and, you know, yeah, all these right. other movies. But I guess they wanted to give... It's in... They're talking about giving Chernoborg his own movie. And Chernoborg is the demon from Fantasia. Oh, that Night pops out of the yeah night of bald mountain where he jumps he comes out of the volcano and he goes after the um, mother nature type yeah did 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 Mickey battle him no Mickey doesn't bet no it's that whole one with the skeletons in the first one oh, the skeletons are coming up yeah. from life you're mixing up the nature 
from Fantasia 2000, aren't you? He pops up in that one, too. He does? Yeah. Oh, I'd have to rewatch that then. I don't remember him in that. Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen him. But the original Yeah, but they want to give him a movie kind of like they did the Maleficent, Cruella de Vil type Oh. I'd be down for that. Just because he's badass. And Maleficent 2 is a thing. What? Maleficent 2? Why? Yeah, we don't need that. They're recording it now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's no need for that. I don't know how well it did in theaters. I don't think it did that well. No, it, it did really I wasn't well. that it? impressed. But I, I didn't like it. I, I didn't like the ending. I liked yeah. her they, having a connection. I liked mm, all that. I making, liked, her out of, making her to be a good guy, though? She's, no, she's, she's a was, villain. The ending where she's the love exactly. and all that. I didn't like that. Yeah. Villains need to stay villains. Quit trying to make them I liked, anti-heroes. Or, I liked why she was a villain for a while. Yeah. Like, no, her whole getting awesome. messed up and losing her wings and pretty much being violated by all those dudes. Like, I get that. Like, that would make anyone mad. <laughs> so, the like, the, her origin story they give her was dope. But the ending when she's like, I'm the one that truly loves you. How about that? I, I thought that. it was going to be the raven. Ooh. That boy. I forgot the raven's name. But, yeah. So, real quick here. Um, the Nutcracker in Four Realms is directed by Joe Johnston and Lassie Hallstrom. Holstrom? Lacey Holstrom? Lassie? L-A-S-S-E? Lassie. Yeah, Lassie Lassie Holstrom. (laughs) There's two directors, but Joe Johnston, I'm kind of surprised. He he directed Jurassic Park 3, amongst other things. Which is kind of, which is the one of the worst of of the trilogy. I was just gonna say, isn't that the worst one of the franchises? <laughs> and it has Keira yeah. Knightley and. Uh, but he did do uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. Oh, okay. Well, that was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And Jumanji and the Rocketeer. The first Wait, Jumanji or the second Jumanji? The the first one, the Robin oh, okay. Williams oh, okay. Jumanji. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's cool. Um, Joe Johnston. Yeah, Joe Johnston directed the Rocketeer. Oh. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Did he do Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Dude, Honey, I Blew a, Up the Kids. Yeah, the best yeah of those. Honey, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Joe Johnston directed that one, too. What was your favorite Honey, I Shrunk movie? The first one. The first oh, one. he did October Sky, too. That was a good one. I liked that one. Yeah. That one was I sad. figured that was I'm not a huge. Movie. I'm, no. not, I'm not a huge uh, Jake Gyllenhaal fan, but I did like that movie. Oh, yeah, I mean, Laura was, Dern's in it, too. She was Jurassic Park. Yeah. She played the teacher. Yeah. She died. Yeah. But it was a good movie. It was a good inspirational movie. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. And it was one of the few movies that's like an inspirational movie that wasn't uh, revolved around sports, which is thank God. Yeah. Yeah. No, like nothing wrong with like uh, all about NASA. I know it said Teen Titans. (laughs) Uh, Remember the Titans. (laughs) Remember the Titans. I liked Remember the Titans. No, Remember the Titans was dope. It was. Um, and everyone loved Mighty Ducks. Yeah, Mighty Ducks. Oh yeah, the Mighty Ducks. God, yes. Uh, Angels in the Outfield. Okay, Angels Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Airbud. I'm kidding. Well, okay, now, now, now we're going into left field on that. Always be friendly to dogs is what that teaches you. Yeah, pretty much. Because that clown was a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crap, where were we? Where were, where were we going with that? But um, yeah, Joe Johnson's directing it. But after seeing the trailer for The Nutcracker, it, the aesthetics, the look, just kind of, it, it screams Tim Burton to me, and I'm kind of surprised he didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, it's must, a Joe Johnston. They must have been me. jerks to him and been like, oh, hey, we're doing Dumbo. Do you want to do it? He's like, yeah, sure. And they're like, oh, by the way, we're also having this guy do a nightmare. Or, not nightmare. <laughs> nightmare Before uh, Nutcracker. Nightmare Before <laughs> Nutcracker. Um, That's funny. Yeah, that was a... Uh, he probably was just busy on Dumbo. Or maybe he doesn't like Nutcracker. I know a lot of people that hate Nutcracker. 
The guy that wrote the... Well, the, it's a ballet originally, so... Yeah, the guy that composed Nutcracker hates Nutcracker, though. Really? Yeah, he hated it... Um, he hated it before it was cool. Yes. <laughs> no, actually, he, he did kind of... If I remember right, he hated it for the same reason Kurt Cobain hated Nevermind. He felt he, pressured to write it? He felt... he No, he hated the, the mainstreamness. <laughs> he hated that it got so popular. He enjoyed oh. other art more, That so he's mad that Nutcracker which was pretty much, like, whatever he thought of it, was the one that got the most popular from him. Oh. And he hated that. Kind of like how, yeah, mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain hated... Like, they made Nevermind, and he, he hated how poppy it was, and he hated how popular it was. <laughs> pretty much. Wow. And that's that's simplifying that a lot, for the record. But, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to hate how popular, you know, your art becomes, then why are you doing it in the first place? I, ne- I never understood that Well, mentality. I mean, you I can have your own favorite pieces. Like, you wish... Like, you fall in love with one piece you specifically do and want it to be the one everyone connects with, but one that you just made on your downtime everyone loves and thinks is a masterpiece. You're like, well, then what does it say about my true talent? If you don't like the one I think is a masterpiece, then... And I get get not loving your own stuff getting popular. Well, because if it's also something you hate. If it's, like, your one piece that gets super popular and you just hate that and you're like, this is the worst thing I've ever done and everyone comes up to you and you're like... Dude, I love this. And you're like, why? That was like the worst thing I ever did. I yeah. completely get that. But then the other fact, well, like with Nevermind, like the 90s were so anti-commercialism and grunge was so anti-everything. That- isn't that just an ego thing? Because if you're like, well, this is what I really love. This is where, you know, my true talent comes out. No, in, yeah, whereas everyone else is like, You can love doing yeah, it's it. An, but then- isn't it more of an ego trip than it is anything else? I mean, if yeah. other people, it, I mean, if it if it becomes so damn popular that, you know, millions no, you, of people across the world love it. You can't but decide you, what the you public hate it. Likes. You made it. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you, you can't, can't decide. You can't decide what the public likes. No, but exactly. It's, yeah, it's all you. you but know. I can understand you hating it for your own personal reasons for that, though. Yeah, it maybe maybe it is a little bit ego driven, but uh, I could see. Well, because what was uh, there was someone that if you quoted one thing from the movie he was in, he'd kick you out of his segment. Were oh, you talking about that? Yeah, it was uh, whenever he went to comic cons and stuff. Uh, the guy who did uh, Inconceivable. That's from right. um, from Princess, Princess Bride. Bride. Oh, what the oh, really? hell is his name? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he can't stand it. He hates it. See, and, it, and yeah, if something you do is so popular. Maybe you hate it because it's so popular and you're getting sick and tired of everyone shoving it in your face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could see that. You know, you, you just hear it so much that you're just like, really? You know, you just get sick of it. I mean, I don't. I, I, I honestly don't blame him. Something like that, it's like, yeah. I'd do it, it's and like, when really? you yell at me to uh, leave, um, I'd be like, you're incorrigible! I'll just <laughs> change it to all kinds of... I'd just speak in every kind of in-word. The actor like, is... You can't see me! I'm invisible! <laughs> Inconceivable. Yeah, Wallace Shawn. Are he old now? Yeah. No, but he's been in a lot. Well, he was a... Yeah, oh, he was yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. But I like his uh, I like his, his acting, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's in Toy Story, Incredibles. All, all, three, all three Toy Stories. Yeah, he's Rex, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Hell, he was in Clueless, The Haunted Mansion. There's a lot of voice uh, voice acting. I can see that. His voice... It- a Goofy movie? What was he in Goofy movie? He was the principal. Mm-hmm. Oh God! You know, I haven't seen that in years. I re- I need to re- rewatch the. We were talking movie. about that with Rochelle. Yeah, uh, such a good, movie. such a good movie. Yeah. Oh, the the that live action cover that someone did of uh, stand out. Yeah, was fantastic. Yeah, but he's done a lot of other things. The curse. Oh. Well, he's been going on forever. 
He's he has been. Oh, he was in Vegas Vacation, too. National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation. Um, he's been in a lot of movies. He does a lot of supporting supporting roles, but he's he, he's a good actor. I like him. I like his stuff. I mean, he's he's most famous for Princess Bride. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, he absolutely hates it when people utter, utter that word. Uh, what was it? The two words? Or, no, just one, one word. Yeah, just yeah. inconceivable. Inconceivable. Just he hates it. Absolutely hates it. Which I, I mean, I can understand it. I mean, if you're always making appearances, or if people spot you on the street and they're just yelling it at you, you're just eventually you're gonna be like, "Fuck this! I'm done. No yeah. more. Stop it." Yeah. I can't yeah. I can't take it. Like, and you also got to think of how many takes you've had. Like music-wise, how many how many times are you redoing that song, trying to get it to be the perfect sound for recording or anything like that? And so you're already practicing that song so much. You're playing it live all the time. People are talking to you about it all the time. The most popular thing would probably be the most played, the most everything. So I could totally see that getting getting sick of that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, definitely. There's a there's Ben Big D in the kids table from that poster that's right behind you. They have a song called LAX, and uh, their singer doesn't isn't a huge fan of that song uh, for multiple reasons. He wrote it. He wrote it after being in California for the third time and still being treated like crap. Because <laughs> well, it's California. So, I mean, yeah, but not everyone's like that. And that's yeah. why he wrote that song because he went to a party where no one looked you in the eye. They're always looking over your shoulder to see who was there while they talked to you, kind of thing. Shaking your hand while looking on the other side of the room. Yeah, and uh, just rude people. Just rude people that didn't care about you. And so he wrote the song, and you can tell he's angry when he wrote this song. Fuck is used every five seconds. <laughs> it's 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 a great song. I love it. But you can definitely tell he just hated people from L.A. at that point. But now, he's yeah. met more people. He knows that not everyone in L.A. is like that, that snooty persona. Which, you know, is there, true. There, no one's ever like that whole thing. There isn't, but I feel like there, the majority of people are. Yeah, no, and I, and I get that. It, so. it, it's, it's the town. Everyone's you, trying to... You know, meet someone, make connections, you know. And all of this might just be all our Colorado opinion of everyone from California moving. (laughs) Well, Well, no, no. I I moved out here from L.A. I lived in L.A. for four years. I forgot about that. I was born and raised in middle of nowhere, Indiana. Yeah, so you're just talking crap about Justin now. (laughs) Well, I'm not originally from L.A. Like, I I was a transplant. Like, I... Born and raised in middle of nowhere, Indiana. Um, Moved out there after high school, a year after high school. Went to film school. And yeah, I mean, I can tell you, like, it's it's all about who you know, and or else you're just, you're a nobody. And no one, no one really gives a shit about you. I mean, yeah. it's, it, it's a different culture than what I grew up with. And then when I moved out here, you know, Colorado, Denver, you know, the natives and a lot of the Midwesterners who have migrated here are a lot like, you know, from, from back home. So, yeah. Well, we're, but yeah, we're getting a lot of these California people coming out here. It's just like, Colorado's Jesus, in a God, weird, why? Colorado's in a weird spot region-wise. Yeah, like we're not really Southwest. We're not really Midwest. You're on the cusp. You're you're yeah, technically the West. Yeah, but you're right not in the middle fully of West. Everything. You got a lot but of Midwesterners, and you got a lot of like Westerners. Yeah. But because we're in the middle, we get a lot of uh, transport. Well, not transportation, but uh, traffic from everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere, yeah. everyone wants yeah. to come to Colorado I mean, and that's visit, why and are skiing and snowboarding alone. The Denver <laughs> National yeah. Airport, uh, the post office is really a uh, big transfer area in Denver now. Yeah, it is. Um, everyone's kind of realized, they're like, hey, you know what's good for transportation? The middle of the country, instead <laughs> of the edge of it. Well, I mean, come <laughs> on. That... No, it makes complete sense, but it took how long for everyone to realize how... how I mean, I kind of hate it for the most part in the sense of like... Oh, it's... T- yeah, I mean... The, the, yeah, it's, it's kind of a pain sometimes, but it makes oh, sense. <laughs> yeah. 
it makes sense that this is this is becoming a huge area to transport stuff to everywhere else from. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing that, you know, with the buildup with uh, Amazon, too. You know, Amazon's yeah. becoming a lot more influential out here and aren't, growing and growing. they building a big base headquarters? headquarters? No. They're building something here, aren't we're, they? We were on the list of potential cities for um, their Amazon's second headquarters. They do have a shipping facility here, though. They do have, yeah, they that's do have a shipping facility. That's what I was thinking, facility. they opened a shipping yeah. facility. Yeah, which is now um, over at the DIA Cargo, right oh, next really? door to Southwest Airlines is... Is where I guess Swissport is operating it now. Oh, oh dude, they're moving. Base the the amount of shit that Amazon is moving. They have their own plane now. Yeah, that like makes they have sense. an Amazon cargo plane. Like before, they were just contracting it out to like FedEx, uh, USPS was yeah. the most recent. But their volume has grown so much that now they have to do it themselves to save money. Because it's just so much shit. You make so much that. money, you're like, we can't afford to pay someone to do this. Let's just make our own plane. Yeah, <laughs> pretty I much. Love that, yeah. I love that meme about Amazon being like, hey, we got some books if you want it to, like, from what Amazon used to be to what they are now. And they're like, hey, your Amazon uh, table is ready at your Amazon <laughs> destination. Like, everything's just Amazon after that point. Amazon is a really cool, like, Cinderella story. You know, they started out as just being an online bookseller yeah and they've grown into being an international uh, powerhouses as far as just selling anything anything and everything you can think of like i don't the only things i don't buy amazon from are like you know toiletry stuff and you know things that i use every day you know um toilet paper uh, paper towels you should get toothpaste stuff like that paper off amazon we did once (laughs) but you can get did you you really yeah we yeah we tried it once and we found that just having a Costco membership, we just do it that way. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because it's but about you the can same. get Stormtrooper toilet paper. Oh, or just yeah. Empire Stormtroopers. Well, see, the whole thing of like this <laughs> Amazon. I'm sure it's it. amazing, but I am very classic when it comes to all of that, and I don't, I don't trust technology, and I don't like dealing with technology, and no? I would much rather just go to the store and buy my stuff, even if. I could have my groceries delivered once a week because but, I want to look and see other sales and do this and, and and I still do that like it doesn't take me away from you know the brick and mortar stores but you know there's only so much the brick and mortar stores can can have in stock yeah. whereas Amazon you can find pretty much anything anything I always use online shopping as a last resort if I can't find it somewhere else then I go online yeah, yeah that's but, no that's fair I mean no, tech, I honestly think technology has it out for me. Anytime I, I try and use it, it just freezes, breaks. I used to think she was bad at technology. Yeah. Now I know that it's technology that has it out for her. Because there have been times where her phone is flipped out. She hands it to me, and I just unlock it, and it works perfectly. No fix, no nothing. Technology, she seriously has a curse with. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's why I'm against AI and all of that. Like, we do not need no, this she, more in our world. She will be Will Smith and iRobot. We went to Qdoba a couple She'll years be ago. She'll save us. And it was the first time I ever saw the Pepsi machine. Or I guess not just Pepsi, but the soda machine. Where it's a touch screen. And you pick your soda, you pick your flavor, you pick whatever, and you just put it under there and hit the push button. I couldn't figure it out. I had to wait for... I just stepped aside <laughs> to pretend like I was doing something else. Until Matt used it, and I saw how it oh, worked. You mean like the new uh, soda fountain machines yeah, like at like the movie, the movie theaters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This pick was... the flavor. I love them. No, oh, I do too. No, but this was <laughs> like... You can't figure it out? No, no, it was like five years ago. It was the first one I ever saw. Oh. 
and I couldn't figure it out, so I stepped aside to pretend like I was grabbing napkins and stuff and waited for him to use it so I knew how what I was supposed to do. I love it. I love uh, them. No, those, those, dude, the fact so that you get, like, so many sprites, like, split, like, Dude, just, the grape sprite. Oh, so fucking uh, good. I hate artificial sprite. grape. That's oh, so gross. no. Everybody, everybody hates artificial grape. I, I think I'm one of the few people that love it. I enjoy it, but I gotta be really, like, craving it. You know what I mean? Like, there's times where I'm like, you know, it'll be just me throughout the day, and I'm like, yeah. grape soda sounds delicious right now. <laughs> yeah. Or like a grape popsicle. There's not, like, I'll eat the grape popsicles that we have in the fridge. No problem. Yeah. Not always blue raspberry. But. See, whenever I go to AMC to watch a movie, that's why I usually get a grape Sprite, because I can't get it anywhere else. See, I usually get the raspberry Sprite, because that doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Another fun tidbit. Hmm. It's not illegal to take food or drinks into the AMC theater. That's not true. What? It depends on the theater. Well, it's never illegal, I guess. It's but store policy. It depends on the. It's just frowned upon. And the one we go to, they don't patch you down. Oh, no, it is? some of them. Some of them, they've made it to where you're not allowed to. Really? For a long time, the promenade one. They, they, they tell you not to, but they're like again, they're not gonna like TSA you and well, a lot patch of places, you down. Well, yeah, because we still sneak stuff in the theater. All I mean, time. yeah, like, I'm not, it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I could put a thing of milk duds right but here. But it's not hard because it used to be most theaters didn't care. Yeah. It was just like a rumor or something that you couldn't bring it in. Oh. But now, like the promenade one and all that, you're not supposed to at all. They actually have hmm. a rule. They used to not have a rule. Now they have a rule. Oh, well, that's not going to stop, man. I'm no. still going to do no, it. No, I'm still going to do now that. that they have a, now that I know there's a rule, I want to push the limit. Like, how much <laughs> <laughs> can I sneak in? Yeah, all right? the way up until you're bringing in like a, like a cutting board. And a little easy bake oven. <laughs> I'm thinking pizza. We man, when we brought pizza they, onto a plane, they they make the, the 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 pizza pocket like thing. You can wear them. You can like wear a slice of pizza on you. Oh, yeah. who just eats one slice of pizza? I know it's yeah. yeah. When I, I saw that, I'm like twenty necklaces. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> make a crown of like hot pockets. There you go. Well, no, honestly, yeah. being Cook a, them all, put them in the crown, take them all out, and yeah. just eat one by one. Being a girl, the best thing I've learned is to wear, um... Just get one of those big mom spandex. purses. Well, no, big purse, but you wear spandex, and then leggings, and then a skirt, and then usually a jacket, and between oh. the spandex and the leggings, you just shove as much food as you want all the way around the edge, all the way around your body, put the skirt on, and then just wear the heavy jacket. Oh, there you go. And they, um, I'm serious, it works with bottles, hmm. food. I can fit a 12th pack around my waist. No one notices. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're wearing this skirt, you can always duct tape a bottle of some kind in your thigh. Yeah. You just, you know, use a flask like a normal person. Well, and, and it's just like the whole, <laughs> like, bringing your own shooters onto the plane. Yeah. Like, the FAA, they don't give a shit. But no, airline policy, the airlines do. Yeah, like because you know, if flight attendant catches you, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be pissed about it. Yeah, well, because it's all about alcohol control. They yeah. want to be able to like like any bartender would be able to cut you off. But if you got your own stuff, it's gonna be kind of hard to do that. Yeah, and if you get too drunk and too belligerent, you're gonna cause problems. So I get why you know it's frowned upon with airlines. But again, it's one of those things. It's like well, and the thing is, like you could still get pretty. You could get onto that plane tr- pretty drunk without being drunk yet. True. You can go to a bar. But slam they can deny you down. boarding, though. Yeah, if you're already drunk. But you yeah. can just slam down a couple beers and be like, I gotta go board. You board that plane, have a couple more drinks that they're not <laughs> expecting. Because it hasn't hit you yet, you know what I mean? Like, there's all kinds of factors to where... Like, there's all kinds of factors to where, like, you can... They, they have too much to, to 
to handle. No, they do. I, I get, I get, yeah. I get the thing, but there's too many worries to where like can't zone in on that one. Yeah, no, no, I completely agree with that. But yeah, as long as they're under three ounces, and in a separate baggie, TSA is not going to stop you walking through with a bunch of shooters. No, I no, guess they maybe don't if care. they're obviously too young to have them. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but, but you know, like you know, me and people like me and you, our age, and and you don't know how you know legal age. You're you're not under twenty one. I know that much. Well, surprise to everyone that's you're uh, making mead. That, oh, good point. <laughs> because he's under twenty one. Yeah, I gotta make it because I'm too young to buy it. Oh, yeah. oh shit! I sound that's smart. I don't even know how old I sound. I wonder. You know. Thinking of that, I wonder how many underage people, with the power of the internet having all this information out there, how many underage people make their own alcohol now because they can't buy it legally. Actually, it's. A, a it also takes patience. Not a lot of kids have patience. This is true. <laughs> well, and there's the other issue of uh, dry counties. Of what? Dry counties. Oh, yeah. Uh, because uh, Jack Daniels, where the distillery is, it's in Dry County. Which I can't believe that. I no. st- to this day, I'm just like, really? Well, then of there's all the counties? Alaska has a lot of Dry Counties. Oh, um, watching, it was one of those dumb History Channel shows. or You know the ones where they're like, we used to be about this. Like Discovery Channel or something. But really, we're just going reality TV. Because that's what sells, apparently. Yeah, pretty much. Which sucks. But it was on, it was on <laughs> at work, watching it. It was about cops in, uh, in Alaska. They had to bust some guy because he was he was just making some. Oh, some was beer. it like Alaskan Justice or some shit? Yeah, something yeah. like that. And they go on there and yeah, they bust a guy for just making some beer. And granted, he wasn't. It was strong beer from what the description was. I remember that. Like it wasn't moonshine, but it wasn't wasn't just your regular six percent alcohol. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but like it was a dry county, so that's yeah. the only. I'm sure a lot of people in dry counties. It's a lot easier to make beer and stuff and hide it than it is. A lot of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can understand that. But still, it's like, I thought this was America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's a... I, I don't get the Land of the free my ass. <sighs> but, yeah, that's... No, that's a rant for another day. But anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, damn. Is there anything you guys want to talk about? You got anything else? Uh, Wreck-It Ralph came out, didn't it? No, it hasn't come out yet. No, it hasn't come out yet. It's coming out. I, I want to say in the fall... Yeah, it's a while. Either way, I love the new trailer. Yeah, it looks funny. No, yeah, the new trailer looks good. The fact that they're they're bringing in the other Disney franchises into it, and just kind of mixing it all together. Yeah, no, that's that's hilarious. There was Star a picture Wars I saw. Movie. It's the perfect movie too. There was a picture yeah, I saw on Facebook talking about how Cinderella looks so different, and everyone's like, "I can't put my finger on why Cinderella looks so weird." It's because CGI. Well, no, not just because it's CGI, but when it's cartoon, she doesn't have ears. Really? Oh. And just the drawn one, she doesn't have ears. So in the CGI, they gave her ears. So it looks all weird. Huh. Well, I never thought of that. Oh, it it threw me off for a second scene. Snow White, and I was like, What's really? Snow White, and I realized it's because it's from 40s cartoon drawings <laughs> to nowadays yeah. art styles with computer animation. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, that's a fun fact is that she doesn't have ears. Cinderella. Yeah, in the cartoon, and she doesn't have ears. Oh, well, You're right. Holy weird. shit. Yeah, she's just got a headband over where the ear yeah, part should giant be. Giant earrings. Oh, that would make yeah. sense. That would make sense. That is so weird. <laughs> How have I never noticed that? <laughs> Mind-blowing. <laughs> but yeah, because in the rest of the... So, like, in this shot, you know, it's... Her hair is yeah. covering where her ears should be. It's mm-hmm. so weird. I mean, the, but, I mean, it's the 1950s. I mean, that was when it was released that far back, so... Well, they, yeah, they took a lot of shortcuts, so ears were hard to draw for that, for them. Then. This one, you can 
kind of see the attempt at it. <laughs> the, yeah. the bottom a, lobe, yeah. A, little, a tiny yeah. little. A little bit, yeah. But I think it's implied that it's like her hair is covering her ear. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Holy shit, yeah. You never see her ears. Another uh, unrealistic expectation for women. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but yet the, but the, evil, the evil stepmother has the ears. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's how you know it well. Yeah. Maybe, maybe evil people have ears and good people don't have ears. They just have holes in their head. <laughs> well, see, see. No. Maybe she was deformed. Maybe that was the whole point of Cinderella. Maybe they got burned off from sleeping next to the fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe she was abused so much that her, uh, you know, maybe, they cut her ears off. Maybe she cut them off and sewed them to her feet, and that's why she was able to fit into that, that shoe. Oh, shit. But that movie's going to be <laughs> really exciting, knowing that Disney has so many rights to so much stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, it's ridiculous. They have the stormtroopers chasing her. They have Iron Man flying by. It's going to be like the Emoji movie and uh, the Lego movie, where it's just going to be a movie that's a commercial, pretty much. The Lego movie Lego too, movie? by the way. Looks yeah, great. Yeah, that one looks good. Yeah, but like, well, that's what I was gonna say. Lego movie and Wreck It Ralph. They could be a commercial movie all they want, as long as it's enjoyable to watch. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't, I don't have kids that are. Gonna well, even the first Wreck It Ralph, when he's in the villain support group and it has the Pac Man, oh, the Pac Man ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and Bowser. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so cool. That was dope. Yeah, I feel like Wreck It Ralph is definitely a celebration of pop culture. Yeah, oh, yeah, the first one and the second one's going to be that too. It's going to be a continuation. Of first that. One, yeah, yeah, first one was video game side, a lot of jokes for that and all mm-hmm. that, and then this one's going to be just more open with that and other stuff. Because yeah. I think that I think the reason the Disney princesses are even in it is because of some Disney princess game. Yeah, I think that's where like when she appears and they. By the way, Cinderella badass for breaking her shoe and turning it into a like <laughs> <wet. laughs> a yeah. yeah, that was that was funny. <laughs> like, that dang. was cool. Yeah, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I think it's some. I think it's, if I remember right, it's like an advert. It's they're some coming Disney out with game. the Disney Princess game. Yeah, it's some kind of Disney Princess game that's out, and they're just referring to that. I think. Is that what that whole thing is? I'm pretty sure, but I'm not positive. Or, did, or, or was it because they wanted to bring? Because technically, that character, that Wreck-It Ralph character, what's her name? Penelope. Yeah, Penelope. Princess Penelope. She's a princess. She is a princess. She's a Disney yeah, she princess. Just and they want to be like, she's a princess, guys. There. Yeah. Remember, Disney princess. We can make money if she's labeled a princess. Oh my yeah, gosh, exactly. did you guys see the little funny thing comparing uh, Cusco to a Disney princess? Yeah. Because all the things that, like, oh. do you have magical hair? Do you have magical shoes? Like, everything that they say to mm-hmm. see if she's a princess. Yeah. All your problems to, were solved by some big, strong guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They put next to Cusco from Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. So, Love yeah. that movie. Cusco is a princess. A oh. Disney princess. Oh, Jesus. I believe. Huh. I'll be damned. <laughs> Mine blown. And then earlier, we I kind of mentioned Cruella de Vil with Emma Stone. Well, uh, now, who, who's Emma Stone playing? She's going to play... Cruella de Vil. She's going to play Emma It's like yeah. her as like a fashion intern. Wow. Like it's yeah, they're, that do, young. they're doing the whole Maleficent thing where it's the villain's good story. side yeah. of why huh. they're evil. But, well, see, the nice thing is Maleficent ends up being good. This one, from watching the trailer... Uh, yeah, it's her trying to justify people. being her bad. It's like a prequel to the 101 Dalmatians. Mm-hmm. Like a legit prequel. W- was there a trailer out for it already? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. It's I, sh- it's I should have showed you. It's not oh, a lot. damn. Yeah. But yeah, it has Emma Stone, which I'm excited for. I love her. She's mm. a great actress. I like, yeah, I like Emma The way Stone. the trailer kind of is made me feel like it was a fanfic for a sec, or like a fan-made trailer. Yeah. But it does have Emma Stone in it straight up being Cruella de Vil, so... It's definitely a real trailer. It's just, I don't know, it's weird. It's weirdly done. I think huh. it was just a teaser trailer, too. But it was oh, mo- yeah. It was, it was between a teaser trailer and a real trailer, 
Like what they, I don't know. It was weird. Well, just like that. Well, what do you think? What do you think of the uh, the Mary Poppins Returns? She better. Is that already Mary out? Poppins, or is that no, still it's coming, coming out, out this this uh, the holiday season. It'd be better it's if it was a horror movie. That's that's why right. there was speculation why <laughs> Solo wasn't released in December, and uh, Mary Poppins is coming out in December. Mm. I haven't even seen the first movie. one of that, to be honest. I wasn't a huge fan of the original. See, and I wasn't a huge fan of Mary Poppins until I was a teenager, and I loved that movie for some reason. Yeah? Like, when people watched it, I was like, ah, this is actually pretty good. I don't know what that was. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a Disney classic, obviously. Yeah. But why they decided to do a sequel, God, what, how many years later? Like, no, But imagine, imagine this, okay? So, well, how many years story-wise? Several. Well, no, just from the the first movie, oh, like how many decades? Yeah, like yeah, thirty, yeah, forty, almost fifty years. Yeah, something like that. I'm just saying it'd be better as a horror movie. She comes back for revenge. <clears throat> oh, would be pretty dope. Speaking she comes of... down off that umbrella. Let's go and just you hear the of a shotgun. Of Mary horror Poppins. movies, I heard rumor that Garamino del Toro is going to do a remake of Pinocchio. I did hear that too. Yeah, we uh, we talked about that on the two podcasts ago. I think. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think we, we mentioned did. it. Yeah, I think that will be amazing. Well, Gilmore Gilmore del Toro. I, I can't pronounce his. We did talk about name. it before because I remember having to talk about how we can't pronounce his name. Yeah, exactly. Just del Toro. <laughs> um, you know, because I loved his uh, two Hellboy movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in anything else he's done. Uh, uh, didn't he do Shape of Water? Shape of Water was good. Pan's I liked Pan's it. Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, Pan's of Labyrinth. I actually really enjoyed Pacific Rim. He did Pacific Rim. Oh, he did Pacific yes. Rim? I never saw that, and yeah. I never saw The Strain either. The Are Strain, I never got yeah. into The Strain, but I know it's based off a book series that he helped write, Yeah, too. I, he helped write the book series, and they made it into a show. Yeah, I hear a lot of good things about it, but again, I'm not I'm not big into... Van- there, there are two, two genres I'm not big into. Vampires... And zombies. I just don't care. See, <laughs> vampires, I'm with you there. Zombies, it's... It, zombies have blown up so much that I've had to get more specific with if I like it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's... I can love a zombie movie, and I used to be... I used to say that was, like, my favorite type of, like, But you're like, is it a genre. 28 Days Later zombie, or is it, like, a Shaun zombies. of the Walking... Or Shaun of the Dead zombie. Zombies <laughs> just got blown up so much. The only zombie stories I really liked were Resident Evil. The video game stuff. See, the movies hate, weren't that good. I, I didn't like the. I didn't like the video games, but I mean, like Walking Dead. Um, I did like Shaun of the Dead though, but that was more of a comedy. You know? <sighs> yeah, but Shaun of the Dead's great. Yeah, I mean that's a classic <laughs> too. Uh, you know, Night of the Living Dead is is a good one. I don't know. I just I, I they don't do anything for me. They don't scare me. I can see that, and with vampires, you know. I feel like they get a really bad rap because. <laughs> Growing, well, growing up, I read... everything with them sucks. Well, and they so. sparkly up, and handsome. No, let's not even <laughs> go there. I, Twilight's ruined I, the no, vampire I genre. I grew up That's... reading Anne Rice. Anne Rice was, like, one of my favorite writers growing up. See, and I like so, the Bram I Stoker loved, stuff. I loved those vampires. Yeah. So that's how I grew up on vampires. Yeah. And so when it came out with Twilight, I, I tried to read it. I have a lot of friends that love Twilight, and I... I just, I don't, I don't. See her hand tense started... up there for a sec? She was, she was about to get mad and she just decided no, to be I... nice about because it. Because what, what it's become is, is what I don't like. Like, I like the, you know, like, like I said, the Bam, Bram Stoker, you know, the old, old-timey Even go lore. farther back Dracula. Yeah. Like, having favorite, limits and... I got a favorite vampire movie. What is it? I Am Legend. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Vampire, zombie. Wow. Yeah, way to just break, break the tension. Yeah. I'm <laughs> no, I feel... Jesus. See, and I'm wanting, I'm wanting to know what the next big horror creature, like scary movie creature, is going to be. Vampires and zombies, they're probably like the top most popular, but... What's Wait, gonna be werewolf, the next big fad? Werewolves have just been like romanticized with Teen Wolf and yeah, yeah, but that, they never got that. Big. I mean, in Underworld they had Lycans, which you know those are dope. I, oh, lo- see, I loved Underworld. that series. I love the Underworld series. Underworld series is actually the. Le- I liked the favorite. first two movies, and then they did the prequel, the Rise prequels. of the Lycans. Garbage. Yeah, it was garbage. <laughs> but then when they went, when they started back up with the fourth and fifth movies to bring mm-hmm. Selena back in. It, I just it's love just her gone as an off the rails. I, watch, I love Pete Beckinsale. I can watch, I can watch I her, her just fight for two hours and be happy. But the, the, the movies have just, these last two movies have been just dog shit. Like Blood Wars and what was the other one? Was like, um, I don't know, the newest one I actually enjoyed. Yeah, but Blood there Wars. There was a lot of parts that I wasn't to. Blood Wars was the newest one? Yeah. Yeah, it was last year, I think. Because oh. that was the prequel one, right? No, the no, prequel, prequel one was, was... Uh, Rise of the Lycans. Oh, yeah. no, Blood Wars was with the daughter and everything right? well there no the one before i, I think the daughter, was, the daughter was in she was kind of featured in it the oh one before gosh. that was uh had dealt with her daughter let me look um because i can't remember what it was it was okay underworld underworld Le- revolution evolution rise of the lichens um what's the third oh here it is um damn it awakening i think that's what it was uh i think yeah was it what or was it a, yeah awakening awakening dealt with her daughter it was the one right after the uh rise of the liking the lichens that kind of after the prequel they went back into real gotcha. time which i thought was weird timeline has me all confused <laughs> yeah and then blood wars came after awakening blood wars is the newest newest one but yeah awakening and um blood wars just not as good in my opinion yeah no, i feel you you know because uh the hybrid well, what was her boyfriend's name? Michael. Michael. Yeah, it was Michael Corvin, Corvinus or some shit. And, you know, he was in the first two movies, and then pff, he's just gone. No explanation. Oh, no, he was in he was in Awakening. Was he in Awakening? He, no. No, he was. Uh, was he? Not to, like, the end, though, or something. They, they released him. He's, like, been frozen or something. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. It's been a while since I've seen it. I don't remember. Like, Michael, our kid, or something like that. Oh, all I know is after the second movie, it just kind of lost me. I'm just, you know, just out there. Yeah, it's been so long, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I mean, the first one was the best one, obviously. Just setting up that whole world was really cool. Vampires versus werewolves and, you know, modern day society with, you know, badass technology. Any more randomization that we could toss in here? The Lion King li- live action. Yeah, no one cares about that. I don't, I don't know how you could call it live action when they're all... When it's everything's computer animated? There's no. Is, gonna, is there even going to be a human? No, be. no. I, I think what they're going to do is they're going to have the animals talk like they did in the Jungle Book, the live action Jungle Book. Yeah, but at least yeah, the, but the live, live action, action Jungle, Jungle Book, Book had Mowgli. Yeah. Well, but I mean, you can't call it live action if if everything if, is CGI. It could look live action, but it's still. But CGI. it's That's all cheap. CGI. All of it's CGI. Yeah. All those. So Disney... Mowgli's not CGI. Well, yeah, Mowgli's not. <laughs> no, and that's the only reason I was okay with them calling Jungle Book live action. But you can't call Lion King live action if everything is CGI, unless 
unless but they do the whole movie with green screen and the, all of the actors are in animal positions, like pretending like they're tigers as they act it out. I think, King play. I think they're calling it like Beyonce, live. like on all fours, like <laughs> hanging oh out. That way you can watch it on green screen for deleted scenes. I think they're calling it live <laughs> action because it's technically not an animation. Yeah. It's but. not. It's not. You know. I don't know. It's 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 a gray area. It's dumb. That's yeah. It's cheaping. But I'm not sure. <laughs> Make a new word. They would have to because all the characters, all the characters are animals. Yeah. Exactly. No humans fit into it. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. It's the Lion King, not man comes to conquer animals like he does every other movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be interesting. Man, man shows up and fucks it all up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think the other hard part about making these live actions is most of most of the classics that we like are musicals. Yes, and it does. I don't think the story and stuff doesn't carry over well into live action. Like the Beauty and the Beast one, I couldn't get through it. I'm like, really? this is just terrible. I did not like it. See, I, it. I did not like Beauty and the Beast. And I like Emma Watson. Mm-hmm. Well, who um, doesn't? <laughs> I don't know. There was just the the the, mu- the music numbers and everything. It just it did not translate over well. I, I don't think. No. I think the cartoon was way, way better. Well, I think all the cartoons are always going to be better. That's the sad part about it. I don't think anyone... Maybe like... I it, enjoyed the Jungle Book. I enjoyed but, the Jungle Book, but the original movie is way better. It is. <laughs> But, it, but then the, again, Beauty, uh, Beauty and the Beast, I love the original. This, the, the live action one, I was like, no, I'm yeah, just not fair. feeling it. Well, not mm-hmm. at all. Maleficent, we enjoyed Maleficent until the end. Mm-hmm. And then it just ruined it all for me. No, but with Lion King, and then we'll see how Aladdin does. Yeah. See, I'm Will actually... Smith. Dumbo, like we talked about. Yeah. I, I, I really like the Aladdin story, so I, I have high hopes for Aladdin. But again, it's one of those things where it's like, how they do the genie is going to be interesting, like... You know, is it just going to be Will Smith glowing blue, you know? Or are they <laughs> like going to, the like, Green try Lantern to make costume. him look a little cartoonish? I think. So. I and then again. What we talked about earlier with that. I think they should either get Shaq to be a genie, just get the exact same costume he had. Oh, my goodness. In uh, Kazam. <laughs> or Shazam, whichever one it was. Kazam. Uh, Kazam. Kazam. Shazam uh, is the D- the Disney hero, or not the the DC comics. Yeah, yeah, character. yeah. That's that's. But uh, or get Sinbad, like I was saying with the Mandela effect thing, where everyone thought Sinbad stood in a movie called Shazam, mm-hmm. but that doesn't exist at all. So have Sinbad in it now, and everyone's like, oh, and then just make everyone that thought Sinbad was in a movie before lose their minds. Oh yeah, that's true. And Sinbad hasn't done anything since the nineties. Like, God give, no. he, give he, the guy a break. He he had a guest spot on uh, what was it? Uh, American Dad. Who was he on American Dad? He played himself. Oh, when uh, uh, the daughter, uh, her boyfriend. Fuck, why am I drawing a blank on this? Jeff. Jeff. When he when he gets uh, abducted and goes back to Roger's planet. Oh, I, didn't he's see that. I haven't seen that episode. No, I haven't seen that at all. <laughs> That's been like several years. No, um, to be fair, I never really watched American Dad in order. It was just kind of when it's on. When it's on TBS. But he know, gets to Roger's planet, people. and he finds Sinbad as one of their prisoners, too. Like, he was abducted. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah the, guy's, the guy's funny. I enjoyed yeah. him. I still... I, Jingle know. All the Way is a classic. Dude, that movie's oh amazing. Oh, my gosh. One of the best Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. One of, the, one of the better Christmas movies, too, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah one of those of horrible Christmas movies you get fam- famous people to act in for a minute. Yeah. But it was enjoyable. Although, Phil Hartman was in it. Did you first. see the Bill Murray's Christmas? I really like that movie. Is Bill Murray's special Christmas? on Netflix. Oh, no, I didn't see that it one. Was, no. was it I, a Netflix thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, his Netflix special. 
Yeah, yeah but I liked his Scrooged. Yeah, Scrooge. Oh, that was really good too. Oh my Scrooge god, good. so good. But uh, I, have a, I have a I have a question. Yeah. Do you think there's ever going to be a podcast where Disney's not mentioned once? Probably not. Disney's taking over the world. <laughs> they own so much. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. it's inevitable at this point. Hail I mean, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, I mean, if anyone was a Nazi. Well, I mean, <laughs> Walt Disney was an anti-Semite, so I mean, yeah, the, he did not like Jews. But Hydra is doing Hail Disney doesn't make sense, because Hydra didn't care. They wanted to, yeah, they wanted to dominate the world. Does, does, Walt but, Disney has no I mean, if Hydra anymore. was actively participating right now in our world, they would have... Oh, they would be in charge of Disney. They would sure. have uh, secret moles in Disney. Definitely. I'm waiting to see uh, signs for Disney farms where Disney is, like, growing food now. I mean, it's just... A, they're going to become a, well, a mega, I mean, mega corporation like from they, uh, WALL-E. When they promote movies, uh, when I was working at the grocery store, when Star Wars was coming out, you can buy Star Wars-specific oranges. I know. That come in a bag, mm-hmm. and it just says Star Wars, Dude, and they're another they $5. Were, they, were, they were BB-8 tangerines. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. But yeah. I'm like, you can't charge another $5 for calling them BB-8 tangerines. That's can't so unfair. Yeah. Ugh. They just slap the Disney they, the Star Wars logo on it. The and hard boom, thing is, I buy price. into it. I go to Disney and I'll get the Mickey shaped ice cream dipped in chocolate for ten dollars because I want it, <laughs> and that's where they get you. But that's uh, and there's nothing wrong with that until it's like everywhere and you're like there's no choice in it. It's Mickey this, Mickey well, that. Well, I mean, and even like, fuck me. Even my Goddamn kitchen mouse. has Star Wars theme. Like I have a knife set that's X wing. Which is awesome. I mean, and but that's still money I'm giving to Disney because I want a Star Wars themed kitchen. <laughs> who doesn't want a Star Wars themed kitchen? Yeah, exactly. All, well, all the Star Trek. Um, out you there. can also get <laughs> Harry Potter themed kitchenware. Tossing that in there. Which we need to do. Uh, I wish there was more more news on like Star Trek stuff because you know I, I'm not a fan of just either or. Yeah, you know, I really do like you know everything equally. Well, and that's something. Uh. I've talked about with many people is it's one of those things where even if you don't like something like I'll give Alyssa crap for Harry Potter because I don't like it as much as her but uh, I mean everyone's got their own little thing there's no reason to hate uh, there's no reason to hate on someone else's geekiness <coughs> well and I don't understand the argument because I don't think one is better than the other like obviously you know they're different I they're... have a I have a bias and a preference toward Batman yeah everything else in DC not so much Flash a little bit I like I like Flash a lot yeah <laughs> but I also enjoy the hell out of Marvel. Yeah. Just the same. But, you know, there's those two fan bases that clash. Oh, Marvel's better than DC. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 DC's better one. than Marvel. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, who cares? Enjoy them both. Exactly. Well, that's that's another thing of, uh, like, we talk about Marvel movies. They're wrecking it right now. DC movies, not so much. But then you go to the cartoons, and then the comics go back and forth. DC messes something up. Marvel yeah. messes something up. Vice versa. That's the way it goes. But yeah, it, it, I, I don't get how people get so angry about what's better. I enjoy think, it all. Or just don't I, enjoy it, but don't hate on other people. For I don't it. know if it's like a tribalism kind of thing. You know, and I notice like with the film industry, they've been kind of kind of promoting that lately with, you know, um, Team Iron Man, Team Cap, you yeah. know, Captain America Civil War, and then Batman versus Superman, Team Soup, Team Bat. 
kind of thing. No, mm-hmm. it, it's great for promotions. I mean, oh, it is. It, yeah, that, that's one thing Twilight did great on too. Team Edward, oh, my team. Gosh, uh, yes. God, terrible. Yeah, I hate to admit that, but the, yeah, that was a great marketing ploy. Yeah, it was and great, and it carried over. I mean, exactly, it's carried over to so much other stuff now because it was so good. Mm-hmm. And it worked out so well. Yeah, yeah. you could sell twice as many shirts if. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> We're gonna put Edward on one shirt, and we're gonna put. And then there's the people that can't uh, say they like one or the other more, so they have to buy both shirts. So when they hang out with the friends that are Team Edward, yeah. um, then you know, they can wear that shirt. If they're Team Jacob, they can wear the Team Jacob shirt. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> See, it's genius. They knew a bunch of people would, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. So uh, we uh, wrapping it up. Yeah, I think I think this is where we're gonna leave off here. We're already at uh, an hour and thirteen minutes. Well, then tune in next week when Disney buys out the Average Joe Geek Show. Yeah, no kidding, right? I'm waiting <laughs> for that. Hold out, get a bit more money. <laughs> or Disney merger. <laughs> yeah. So, we, yeah, we, we've just been offered, uh, you know... Maybe Netflix will toss something in. <laughs> they seem to be buying Better. a lot. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's it for this episode of the Average Joe Geek Show. Thank you for listening. And for future episodes, be sure to like and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud... All the various outlets. There's so many of them. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them. But also uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram if you would like. We post uh, funny memes and stuff up there sometimes. Sometimes I get pictures of myself. <laughs> <laughs> just just on accident. Wrong account, wrong account. Oh, no, it's on purpose. <laughs> hey, look at this. <laughs> Anyways, until next time. Matt, you got your... Do I got a catchphrase yet? No, I don't. Uh, How about... Killing me. uh, Bippity-boppity-bye. Bippity-boppity-bye. I was just going off of the scat like I did on the last one. Um, Bippity-boppity-bop. This is Alyssa. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. (laughs) That's advice. That's that's not a sign-off. Well, I mean, if they knew me, it doesn't really leave much. Like a a Walter Cronkite (laughs) kind of thing, you know, like, good night, um, good luck. Or Um, something like that, I don't know. See, it's tough. It's tough to think. You gotta get and that's own. the way the cookie crumbles. Well, I mean, why are you why are you lecturing us on that? You don't go one either. I know. <laughs> that's why I have you for. Oh, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> this is Alyssa, and you can't have dark without the light. This is Matt, and uh, <laughs> I'm funnier than Justin. Goodbye. <laughs>